Did you think I was going to forget about you? Oh, yeah. That's right. It's your boy, Malcolm Riddle, back for another episode of American Riddle. And uh, thanks for tuning in. I'm broadcasting live from the City of Angels solo podcast. I don't get a chance to do many, uh, many solo podcasts with you. Uh, maybe I should I should probably start trying to practice on on solo podcasts, but uh, it's always kind of weird for me. Always kind of talking talking to myself. I mean, I already I already think I'm losing it anyway. I think this this is the tipping point when you're sitting in a room someplace like in Hollywood, California, with the microphone headphones on, overlooking the Hollywood hill hills, and uh, yeah. I'm sitting here talking to myself, my underwear. Weird. But anyway, just checking in with you guys and uh, just wanted to make sure I did get a podcast out. I'm out here, finally made it out here on the west side to uh, do my uh, yearly fundraiser that uh, I get uh, support from uh, Adam Corolla, who I help uh, sell his wine cocktail in the Washington, D.C., Northern Virginia, Maryland market. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, this is the third year that we're doing a cancer fundraiser at the Concern Foundation, for the Concern Foundation, where we reach out and we try to uh, uh, raise as much money as possible to find a cure for cancer, and that's being held at Paramount Studios. If you... If you do or you don't follow me on, I posted a bunch of uh, video feeds on Periscope. So if you get, if you have a Twitter account, you can get it, you can download the app Periscope and see some of the uh, the visuals that I've been posting. Mainly today, I just went out and posted some of the some of the uh, 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 I guess the studio shots of Paramount when I was there. I had to, I'd stop by and drop off some wine because I went by. Went by uh, Adam's uh, warehouse in Glendale uh, to to the studio where he records the podcast, and I uh, had to pick up some T-shirts for some of the crew on for for Saturday's event. And then uh, then I bolted over, picked up some wine, loaded the car full of wine, and uh, yeah, just uh, was riding around with it. And I called my guy, my contact at Paramount. It was like you know see if I could stop by there because it's tough getting in there. I mean, it's like probably the equivalent of trying to get into the White House or something. You have to, you know, go through all these security checks and it's a pain in the ass. Uh, but luckily for me, I've got some really good contacts. I just I just rolled up in there. And for me, that's I'm over the moon. I mean, when you think of Paramount Studios, you know, you think of Star Trek, you think of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mission Impossible, you know what I mean? The Godfather. All these phenomenal films were produced under that iconic logo, that Paramount logo. So, you know, when it, whenever I get a chance and I go in, in there, it blows my mind. So today, you know, me testing the waters was trying to see, you know, if I could just, you know, give a call and, and pop up. And that's what I did. I popped in there. Dropped off the wine and hung out for a little bit, recorded some video, and got out of there. I mean, it was it was uh, you know it was uh, I was beside myself. 
I mean, there are people, their whole lives will never get a chance to step foot on Paramount. For me, that's like me stepping on the moon, making that moonwalk. And, uh, yeah, every time it's, it's amazing. It really is amazing. Uh, so yeah, I dropped off the wine. Then I had to, I'm looking for some wine keys because when I flew out here, I, I, I put two wine keys in my bag, you know, thinking that they, you know, they would give me a pass, but and I've carried wine keys before, you know, on airplanes because you know they've started to show some lenience, uh, you know, what you can and cannot carry on your person. And uh, this time, no, they weren't having it. So my two good wine keys, I had to leave at the security check at uh, the Washington uh, airport. So that sucked, but. Now I'm just on a quest and trying to find a wine key. So every store in L.A., because these new jacks, you would think they knew something about wine here, but they don't. Uh, because every store I go to, they got the wine opener that, that has the, you know, you, you push it down and the two arms go up in some weird way. And those things never work out for the best anyway. Because once you have those for X amount of months or after X amount of times you try to open up a bottle... The arms always get loose, you know, and it's the worst way to open up a wine. All I need is a simple waiter's key. That's all I need. So I'm driving around trying to find some. So I go into all these different stores looking for them and they have them. But have you ever seen those little waiter keys where they're thin? It's like a, a little thin style. It doesn't look like it's going to hold up. It doesn't doesn't look good. It's not the right thing. It's just just bad tools for the trade uh i just happened to stop in cvs uh a few minutes ago and uh yeah i I saw some there for like four bucks and they're the right ones so go figure you go to a drugstore and you can find them but every every liquor store that i went into any wine department is weird here how they have their wine and liquor all in one but it's a uh it's you can't find any decent wine openers it's a second second year I've gone through that that issue, but it's a small thing. That's why my vent isn't until Saturday, and you guys have heard me talk about this. I came out, you know, a couple days. Who's wrong? My voice there. I came out a couple days before, just so I wouldn't be rushing around. Turns out, I got invited to go to Las Vegas uh, with. Uh, Adam Carolla's team, he's got, uh, he has a, I think two, two shows, uh, Friday and Saturday, a bunch of shows there, live stand-up shows. So his crew and everyone invited me out. I was supposed to caravan with them, ride down with them, and then I'd fly back. That was the plan so I could do my event, but I turned it down. I know what you're saying. You're probably saying, Malcolm, now why would you turn that down? That's a great opportunity. Yes, of course it's a great opportunity, but... You have to understand, and I know me better than anyone. I'm like a Marine, okay? I'm like a Navy SEAL, you know what I mean? A Green Beret, you know, special forces. I'm I'm the type of guy that my mind is focused on the mission. That's all that counts. That's all I saw in my mind. I'm focused on the mission, and the mission is the event on Saturday for the Concern Foundation. So I can't go to Vegas. If I go to Vegas, something 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 could happen because I've never 
I've been to Vegas before, but I've never been to Vegas where I have an event uh, coming up. And it would be my luck that that's the time when something happens. You're, you're probably thinking, like, what, what could happen? Well, this is a time when everybody decides, you know, because you're probably with a bunch of hipsters. You're gonna, everyone's going to go out and want to get sushi. Or they're going to want to do, you know, some sort of shots. You know what I mean? Having a good time. And that's expected. But what happens with me is, is I'm going to be the fool that ends up getting food poisoning. You know what I mean? I'm going to eat a bad piece of fish. It's going to curdle in my stomach. It's going to bubble up. And then I'm going to be laid up. You know what I mean? I'm going to get get the heebie-jeebies or something. I'm going to be looking like Will Smith in Hitch when he ate the seafood and he swole up. And then I'll be going to the event looking like the elephant man. I don't need that heat. I don't even need that. Or worse, someone slips me a Mickey like they did before. You know what I mean? I got slipped a Mickey. Someone slipped me a roofie. The chick, a chick slipped me a roofie one time. Hannah God, this is the God's honest truth. I went on this, oh man, she was fine. This chick was fine too, man. She was like German, Spanish, and French, right? All rolled up in one. She was nice. And uh, 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 she, she, I mean, she had it going on in all the right places except her fucking mind. And she ended up slipping me a Mickey. You know what I mean? Slipping me a roofie. Both of us did. She thought it would be funny. You're like, you know, who would do that? Isn't it supposed to be the other way around? Isn't it? Isn't it supposed to be the dude slipping the girl a, 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 a roofie? Isn't that how it goes? No, not in my case. Because shit always jumps off off the rails with me. It always does. And in this case, when I was in D.C., I went out with, uh, on this date with this chick... And uh, she ended up slipping me, slipping both of us a roof. I mean, everything was going fine. We went out to dinner, was whining and dining. You know what I mean? Everything was going good until we started bar hopping. And she, and she came up with the bright idea. And I laid out. I got laid out. Laid out. Laid out. Straight up. I was on Connecticut Avenue trying. You know what I mean? I was like Batman trying to reach my utility belt to try to reach... Alfred to make a call you know what I mean I couldn't even I, I was losing I remember losing all of my functions word up this is no lie you know what I mean and this is exact thing what would happen you know, you're probably thinking like oh, you're you're blowing it out of proportion you should have went to Vegas with Corolla yeah probably but like I said I don't need shit to happen you know what I mean I don't need that I'm focused on the mission and I don't need any mishaps that's something you just got to, you know, you got to take heed. Take heed. I'm telling you. I was laid up in Washington, D.C. And, you know, I was, I, was, I was a mess. You can ask my mother. I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. You know, I went to the hospital. I woke up the next day. I woke up the next day. I remember I was just blanking out. And I would remember little bits and pieces of it. It was crazy. I mean, it was everything was spotty. You don't want to ever get that. You don't want to get roofied. That's all I'm gonna say. And I remember the paramedics were telling me they were trying to revive me. They gave me the stuff that they put under your nose, and that shit is strong. It's like someone stuffing wasabi in your nose. It's the worst. Uh, but you still, I still couldn't come to fully. Like I could answer a question or, or blink my eyes, but I had no control over anything. 
But I do remember when I was in the hospital, they were like, well, your girlfriend, she ended up naked in a 7-Eleven down the street. And then I remember talking to her the following day, you know, I think it was a day or a day or two after. I reached out and she was she came clean after some pressure that she thought it would be funny to do that. I mean, I don't know what's wrong with people's minds, but it ain't funny to me because it, it, it took me the better part of six months to a year to recover. You know, fully, because I just don't think I, I I was right after that. It was like some sort of chemical that just ripped through my 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 insides. So I don't need that. You know what I mean? You could. I know you're probably thinking. You're probably thinking. All right, you're being. You're overreacting. You're. You know. You're. You're. You're full of fear. But yeah. So what? Okay. You get roofied and tell me how you like it. Anywho, so I decided just to hang out here in L.A. and. That way I can take my time and ease into Saturday's event. And, you know, I got, like I said, I, I got to get on, get off the plane, went went to the studio, Adam Carolla, hung out there for a little bit, got my stuff, hit the road, picked up the wine, went to Paramount Studios. I mean, those are two big things right there. Those are big ups. Those are big ups. Two things right there, right? Access to Corolla Studio and Paramount Studios, right? And you you would think that would be it. But let me tell you what happened next as I'm shopping around for supplies. I'm in Whole Foods. So I went to Whole Foods, right? And you know, I'm just I'm 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 just shopping around. I, I had to get some I had to get some 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 fruit, you know, because I can't I can't eat candy bars that are in this mini fridge. God knows what they're gonna charge you. So I get fruit, bananas, grapefruits, cherries are in season. Got a bag of cherries. I like cherries. I don't like spitting out the seeds, but I still like cherries. And they're fresh. And I got the cherries. I said that already, right? God, I was getting getting some other things. I look up, man. I see this tall figure in Whole Foods, right? This is right in Hollywood, man, West Hollywood. This is just how common things are. And this is this is just blew my mind. So I look up and who is it? It's Jeff Goldblum. Straight up. He's shopping. He's getting peaches. You know what I mean? He's looking at the apples and the pears. And he's just minding his business, just shopping in Whole Foods. Fucking Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, okay? I mean, what's better than that? Brundle Fly? Seth Brundle from The Fly? You know what I mean? He was from Jurassic Park. Dr. Malcolm? You know what I mean? I mean, oh, God. It, it uh, you know, I saw him and I was like, it literally, I was, uh, I don't know, maybe six feet away from him, right? So I was like, hmm. I started getting nervous. And, uh. And and I start making my way closer to him. But I was just going that way anyway. It wasn't like I was stalk, stalking him or anything like that. I was just, just taking my time and, uh, you know, getting what I had to get. You know, doing what I got to do. You know how I do it. And so I'm shopping. And uh, so I just start pushing the cart. And finally I just said, you know, fuck it. I'm a man. You know what I mean? He's a man. So I, I, I said, excuse me. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous telling the story. I'm like... Excuse me. I don't know if I called him sir or not, but I was like, excuse me. I'm a big, big fan of your work. 
right? You know, I, I put extra emphasis on that big, big fan. And I can't remember if we shook hands or not, but I remember he was looking at me like, you know, he 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 was kind of shocked because he was he was leaned over. I think he was looking at, I don't, know, I can't remember what 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 he could have been looking at. I don't know if he was looking at onions or potatoes. He was looking at something. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. Could have been something else. Who knows what he was looking at? But his back was towards me, and I, you know, excuse me. So when he turned around, it, there he is. You know what I mean? And the motherfucker is every bit about six foot thirteen. I mean, he's tall. This is a tall dude. You know, big ass hands. You know what I mean? He's got the glasses on. He's gonna say something smart. You know, because the dude's smart. Everything that he says outside of Death Wish, he's always said something that was smart. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, if those of you don't know, he was in Death Wish. You know, that was his first movie. Even then, if you Google him in that, I mean, he just looks smart in everything. Uh, but, I mean, he turns around. Once he looks at me, he gives me this little smile, and he's like, thank you. Thank you. He's very humble, very nice. You know, he takes the compliment. And, uh, and you know, I, I started getting nervous. I didn't, I didn't even know what, what to say. And so I, I got, got nervous. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm from Washington, D.C. Like, who gives a shit? Who, who cares if you're from Washington, D.C.? But I didn't know what else to say. So that's the only thing. That's what came out. And he was like, he was like, well, that's great. <laughs> no lie. You know, that's where awkward. That's where it got a little weirdo. Uh, that's where it got a little bizarre. But no, he was he was very gracious about it. So he real he knew he knew I was nervous. I'm sure he knew you know in that moment so he reeled it back in and was like no he's like he's like uh yeah washington dc he was like well welcome you know what i mean because he knew it was like all right why did you just tell me you're from like who who gives it i love your work i'm from washington dc you know what do you what the hell do you follow up after that what you can't you know you get it together malcolm and so he he knows it this second so he reels it back in and and uh kind of saves it saves me from embarrassing myself anymore and says, no, he's like, he's like, yeah, that's, that's wonderful. You're that you're out here. He goes, well, welcome, welcome, welcome. to." I think he said, welcome to Los Angeles or, or welcome and enjoy your stay, you know? And he was really cool about it, but it was still, still, it was one of those moments where what the fuck, you know, I'm just in the grocery store, you know, and that's Seth Brundle. I mean, I, I've talked about Seth Brundle a lot on the podcast and the fly, you know, uh, Jurassic Park. He was in Independence Day. He was in my favorite movie uh, from from uh, 2014, The Grand Budapest Hotel. I mean, I don't need to give you his his IMDb, but and you can Google it, or you can well, I guess you can go on IMDb and IMDb it. Uh, but the point is, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. So that you know that that was the third thing. I mean, it, all in a in a matter of hours, so it's kind of surreal. First, uh, first part of this uh, this adventure, and like I said, it's this is my third third time uh, participating in the uh, the Concern Foundation's uh, block party uh, fundraiser for cancer, and you know, I managed to pull together a handful of other wineries. I got, of course. You know, the very generous Adam Carolla supplying me uh, his signature cocktail, Mangria. And then I got Bruce Walker uh, from Starry Night Winery out of Sonoma. 
I got Taft Street Winery out of Sonoma, and I got Kovash Nimrud out of uh, Hungary. So I got some Hungarian wines come in as well. Uh, so you know we're we're gonna have quite the quite the show, and I've got uh, I've got two or three good friends of mine. One from Flint, Michigan, representing who's who's uh, who lives here in in L.A. And you know I got some you know some I got staff. We got everything everything covered, and uh, should be a should be a great event. I mean, last last couple of years it's been anywhere from uh, uh, four to five thousand people that roll up in that camp. So it gets a gets a little hectic, but uh I'm just happy I'm really happy that uh that we've got everything that we need at, at this point, you know, trying to coordinate an event from the other side of the country and pull it off where I've got, you know, the right people to help volunteer and the the right participants that are going to that that have generously uh um you know loaned us or or given us uh contributed wine for this event for this fundraiser uh and and on top of that having access access to Adam Carolla's studio and and his product and access to Paramount Studios uh and 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 so on and and to get you know I'm not gonna tell you. Trying to get a, trying to get a rental car and a hotel and on a shoestring budget. Because, like I said, I don't get paid. I don't get compensated or reimbursed for this, uh, and it's not a big deal because it's something I believe in. But it is. It can be. It can be a bit stressful trying to do this juggling act, uh, and and pull it off. And somehow it just it, it comes together really does it's just uh something to marvel something to marvel so right now like i said i'm just i'm hanging out i'm at this hotel called the sofitel hotel it's right off of uh beverly drive so it's a stone's throw away from beverly hills west hollywood uh it's for, uh, right across the street from the beverly center which is a kind of a landmark i guess mall shopping district uh right down the street from melrose uh, uh, Melrose Avenue, or I don't know what it's called, Melrose something, Melrose, I think there was a TV show that was famous at some point in time, I don't know, I don't keep up with these things, but everything's right in sight, and uh, the weather's nice here, it's, uh, man, I think when I landed, it was probably like 72 degrees back in Washington, D.C., northern VA, it's, uh, I don't know, 90 degrees feels like a hundred with the humidity. It's just, it's just a different atmosphere, but you know, this is California. This is, uh, this this is where it all happens. It's a, uh, it's good. It's good. I mean, I don't even know what else to say on that. Uh, I guess everything's going all right. You know, podcasting solo for you, just bringing something in, you know, I want to, put it together i've been like i said if you've been keeping up with this podcast you know that it's all it's always been a work in progress and an evolution and even at uh you know 100 and whatever we're at uh, onwards to 120 episodes i mean it's uh i feel a lot more comfortable on the mic and uh, i've been working i've been working hopefully maybe i'll get some time tomorrow 
I've been working on this new KRS-One podcast that's going to be coming out uh, at some point. I'm not even putting a time limit on it because I just want it to, I want it to be right, and uh, we'll see where it goes. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, I've been working on that for, I don't know, I guess for the past couple weeks, maybe maybe three weeks now, and and after you know, putting serious thought into it and then brainstorming and then research and then now writing and still researching video files and articles. It's got to be accurate. It's not going to be, that podcast is not going to be just off the top of my head style like like this one is. Uh, the the KRS-One podcast is going to be, you know, more, more fact-based, fact uh, but still it's going to have, you know, some of the, some of the riffs that I have, so we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, stay tuned. I, I can't give you uh, give you too much too much information on that. Um, what else? Kind of sucks though, because uh, I'm out here in LA, and you know I, I haven't I haven't spent a lot of time with my son. He uh, he was away on camp. He got out of school, and. I think he week he spent with his mother, so I didn't get to see him on Father's Day. I haven't seen him in a couple of weeks, and then finally, I got to uh, see him briefly this week. But it was really brief because I was working and planning on on leaving, uh, so I didn't get to spend a lot of time with him. And now I'm out here, which sucks because this is this is this is the you know the third time, third year that I've participated in this and. When I mean it sucks, it's like this is something that you definitely want to share with other people. I mean, it's cool that I I know a good amount of people out here, but it's still nice when you get off the plane and you're with someone and you can share their excitement and enthusiasm, and uh, uh, they can uh, you know you kind of feed off their energy, especially with someone who's never been here. So it would be cool to bring him. I was hoping to bring him this time but just you know financially and 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 just time time constraints didn't allow it uh to come to fruition uh it always seems to be the case but hopefully soon because he's at that good age where he can appreciate things you know he's 13 like i said he was in camp he went to camp uh what was it a uh co-ed camp actually so i asked him you know when i saw him i was like I was like, yo, you know, how was camp? And he was like, good, really good. It was fun. You know, I think he went to Carolina or somewhere, North Carolina. So, you know, he, he got shipped. And, you know, first thing I asked him, you know, how was it? It was good. And then the second thing I asked him, I was like, you know, who, who was there, all boys? And he's like, no, it was boys and girls. I was like, word. I was like, uh, so, hmm, you know, all right, boys and girls. So, I, you know, my follow-up question was, uh, how was the action? <laughs> I mean, what am I supposed to say, right? You know, you know, I can't, I can't be like, you know, I can't be the straight edge dad. I got to come at him, come at him just like, you know, just like me, like, like I'm gonna come at him. So, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it real with him. You know, I'm gonna tell him like it is, you know, so how was the action? Of course he did a double take and kind of looked at me weird, but, uh, I had to ask him again, you know, shit. How was the action? I mean, there was some action. There was something going on there. There was some action, right? Action with what, he says. Action with the girls, man. You know, there was something going on. You know what I mean? 13 years old. Co-ed camp. Girls. You know what I mean? Running around. 
staying up late. You know what I mean? You're out there on the rope swing, playing around. Something's going. I'm 13. I know what I was doing at 13. I mean, not a lot. I was really playing with action figures, but still, I know what I wanted to do when I was 13. I think, I think I just wanted to play with action figures to tell you the truth. But still, you know what I'm saying. I think 14, I started to think a little bit more uh, about about girls. But I mean, you know, I just you know, I still got to keep him on his toes. And he came clean. He was like, "Yeah, well, you know, we we just played amongst ourselves." And then he was like, "Well, well, one of my friends, one of my friends." Liked a girl, but she was actually a counselor. So he like, you know, the boys got the, got the boner for the uh, for the teachers, and that's you know that happens too, you know. But uh, yeah, I just uh, I keep him on his toes, so I'm glad he uh, he was able to uh, have a good time and go to camp. Now he's back, and you know, I, it's like I told him. I talked to him earlier. I was like, yo, I was like, I'd, m- I'd much rather have you here with me you know and i think next year if if i do it next year i think i'm gonna try to plan to bring him here because you know it's i would it would be more fulfilling for me to have other people around me kind of to you know see jeff motherfucking goldblum i mean think about that you know i I don't even know if he knows who jeff goldblum is i'm sure we've watched the fly together I try to watch The Fly at least at least once every 3 months or so. It's like one of those one of those movies once every 3 to 4 months, at least within the 1 to 6 month, but it's on TV anyway, so when you're channel surfing and you come across The Fly, you kind of always stop and and kind of kind of look at it for a second or at least finish it. It's one of those movies where I can't really turn turn the channel, and I thought about The Fly anyway. Speaking of The Fly, you know, I thought about that when I was packing to get here because I always pack. I don't know what, you know, how, what to pack. And I, my bag, I'm always telling myself I'm going to travel light and I'll have, you know, my bag's going to be light. I'm not going to carry too much stuff. And I end up overpacking. And I'm like, why don't, why can't we just teleport this stuff? You know what I mean? Like Brendel Fly. Just put it in there. You ain't got to put it in there like the monkey, you know what I mean, where the monkey got up in there and got all twisted up. I think it blew up, didn't the baboon? I think it was a baboon, right? I think it was. Something happened to the baboon. I think the first baboon got fucked up. You know what I mean? And then something else happened. I think, what did he do? Didn't he? I think he transported a steak also. You know? But, I mean, imagine if you could just transport, teleport your, your luggage where you don't have to carry the stuff on. I mean, how, how great would that be? Jeez. I think about these things. I don't know. I can't be the only one that thinks about this stuff. You know? I don't know. It's just... It would make my life easier. That's all I'm saying. Shit. Yeah. So, anyway, moving right. Let me just... Let me move right along. I'm just sitting in this hotel room. Hotel room's the beast, by the way. It's got a big king bed. Feels like a god damn cotton ball you fall on it i'm not even sitting on laying on it right now just because i get too comfortable and pass the fuck that's all you'd hear mouth open be snoring up some shit it feels like a feels like a cotton ball no kidding i mean it's just like a, a big fluffy pillow uh the 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 the, the 
the, 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 I don't even know what to call it. What do they call it? The refrigerator that you can't get into? Or if you do get into it, it's $7 for a Snickers. What's that thing called? What's it called? It's a refrigerator, right? What do they call it? I forget what it's called. Because it ain't complimentary. Anyway, this refrigerator. What the fuck is it? What do they call it? I don't know what it's called. It's not called a refrigerator, right? Mini fridge. Is that what it's called? A mini fridge? It's a mini fridge, right? Huh. Yeah. Well, the mini fridge actually looks like a vault, like a safe. It's like a a big safe. I mean, it's huge. It looks like a safe the way it's built. No joke. I don't even need to go in there. It looks cool. It's, it's kind of weird because it's right, right, right in the hallway near the door, but it's there. I got my grapefruit and fruit and cherries. I said, I, I got cherries are in season. Get your cherries. I'm telling you. Get them. And then uh, they've got this bathroom. It's insane. The bathroom's the shit in this place. I mean, damn. Bathroom is ridiculous. It's the big glass shower with, like, so many knobs and stuff. It's insane. A lot of mirrors and, and glass, shiny stuff in it. It's all sorts. Of, I mean, you know, I feel comfortable in it. Comfortable, comfortable, comfortable. You got to be comfortable in the bathroom. So that's that. It's flat screen TV, nice balcony view of Hollywood. So it's it's all right. Not bad. You just uh, go on hot. I think it was hot wire or something like that. And you you know you can just go online and find these deals. Try to try to work it out. And. Uh, that's it. You know, I'm just hanging out here. It's in Los Angeles, and tomorrow I can take it easy because, like I said, I, I dropped off all the wine. I might go work out. God knows just waiting for me in this uh, this gym here. I, went, <laughs> I tell you, I went to the gym. I'm not even going to get off into a rant right now about gyms and gym etiquette, but if I was to talk to you about gym etiquette, look, I went, I was in a gym, you always try to, you ever find yourself trying to work out before you go on vacation, like you're actually going to make a difference, I don't think I did the last day, but leading up to it, I was working out quite a bit, like, you know, I'm going to get a six pack right before I go on vacation, you know, who, who are we fooling ourselves, so now I just put it on cruise control, so you know, fuck it, man, you know. I am who I am. Just deal with it. But the day before I came, I was at the gym. And I always complain. You guys have heard me complain about, you guys, you know, the gym and the people and their feet. You know, they're walking around, no towels, and there's guts and flab, nut chew, and all sorts of stuff just hanging. Well, I was in there the other day, and this old guy, he he, he was in this stance. You know what I mean? He was in like a like a thrusting stance where he had one leg on the ground and the other up, the other up on the sink. Okay. So he, 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 you know, he was in a lunge. He was in a lunge, one on the ground and then one up on the sink. I don't even know what he was doing. He was like patting himself down, you know, stretching it out. It's just a weird position that I don't even think you would... I don't even think you would do this at home. I don't think. 
man, I've never done this position. Plus, you know, you always put stuff on the sink. So do you really want your feet on the sink? Your 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 your, your flip flop on the sink? I don't know. What this dude did, and what happened? What I thought was funny was he had his he had his ass, his bare ass, his flat, flabby, pasty ass, kind of near the glass door. And this other kid comes comes walking in, and he kind of hits the door, and it bangs and scares the shit out of dude. So his 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 back and his butt tightened up, and he fucking arched up, and <laughs> he kind of kind of looked. To see what the hell. Yeah, you almost got smacked in your ass because you're in a lunge on the damn sink with your foot. You know what I mean? You shouldn't be up there. So what does this jagoff do? Yeah, I'm looking at this the whole time, you know. Who's the weirdo here? So I'm, so the guy, he gets up and he goes all the way over to the other side of the gym. And, and and posts up there and does the same thing where there is no door. And I'm like, look at this motherfucker. And I know what you're thinking. You're probably like, yo, I mean, you're staring at this motherfucker this long. Well, no, man, I'm just getting undressed. I can see what's going on when I walk in. You know, it's like in real time. So I'm getting undressed, right? And and I, 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 I'm going to go take a shower so I just take my shit off. I got the towel, you know, I weigh myself, do my thing, you know, just walk in. And as I'm walking in, passing this dude, I'm kind of like looking at him inside of my eye like, God damn, mother, get it together, right? As, I, as I'm walking in, I see this other kid, right? Young kid, right? Kind of like a, I don't know, kind of looks like Ryan Reynolds, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, he's all chiseled up. You know, he's he's standing there, and he's coming out of the shower, and I'm going in, so there's a door, glass door, right? And I'm like, all right, you know, I just want to, I just want to take my shower. I don't want any trouble. I don't want any, I don't want any, anything. I don't want anything. No pleasantries. I don't want to say nothing. I just want to get to the shower, right? And he's walking super slow, and I know, I'm like, all right, I got to reach the door. I know, you know, you're like, I know you're thinking, like, why is this awkward for you, Malcolm? Well, because it's always something that's going to go down. I already know something's going to go down. It always goes down. Something always happens. I'm not kidding. And what happens, right? So the glass door, he's walking, I'm walking, you know, we're headed. We're headed, you know what I mean? We're head-on collision. You know, and this dude's walking and uh, motherfucker's nude, right? And I'm just like, man, I mean, why? He's got the towel over his neck. You know, why don't you just put it around your nuts, motherfucker? This motherfucker, I I shouldn't even call him a motherfucker because he was actually really nice. He was very gracious. He's very kind. He was very considerate. I know what you're saying. How, how, How could he be this considerate? Well, as I'm walking, this dude opens the door, right? But the way he does it, because he's butt naked, he grabs it with one hand and somehow he spins his body around so he can get out and I can walk through at the same time. You know what I mean? Not like hold the door and just let me go through. Well, He's going to hold it. And as he spins through somehow, I don't even know how he did this dance. His his back goes against the door so his front is exposed and he just stands there to let me walk through 
Meanwhile, you know, this is all going in super slow motion. It's going in slow motion. And I'm like, this motherfucker. I can't be mad at him because he's being polite. He's, But do you have to be considerate nude? Huh? Is that the time? I don't know if that's the right time or not to be considerate. You know? Just... Go through really fast. Let the door slam. I'll pick it up. I'm not going to think anything less of you. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not even going to think anything at all. I'm like, good. He, This person went through. Now I can take my shower and done. Now I got this other thought in my mind because we, we, we you know, we, we, we came to a point at the same time and he was considerate. So I don't, I don't know if I should be that, that upset with him. You know what I mean? Gym etiquette. He's considerate. But I think there's a time and place not to be considerate. And I think that's the right time. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's my rant. That's all I got. That's it's it. You know, I, I wanted to sit, talk to you, let you know what's going on. I'll be here. I'll be tweeting. I'll be letting you know. I'll be. Is that right? I will be, I'll be, I will be uh, letting you know what's going on every, uh, every moment. You know, I'll, I'll do some Periscope or something like that and uh, let you know what's up, uh, you know, when I'm back at the studio or if anything exciting is going on. But I mean, I'm not going to be some dope walking around with my phone talking into it because, uh, you know, I'm not a madman. So says the man in the hotel room with headphones and a microphone talking to himself. But it is what it is, and I want to, you know, as always, I just want to keep this thing going, keep this podcast thing going, you know, let you know my thoughts. Like I said, when I first started this show, uh, it was going to be a uh, experiment. We're going to see where it goes, and and uh, I'm going to take you along for the ride. And I have not, I don't think I have, I mean, I may have skipped some uh you know, a week here or something like that, but I haven't broke my, broken my promise. You know, I've been pretty consistent. I've been on the mic. You know, we've got, uh, we've got the, uh, African with attitude, uh, Miriam Tazi, and we've got other, a cast of other colorful characters that have been on the show. Uh, uh, Brandon Alter. I think he's out here in San Diego somewhere at comic con. There you go. A whole room full of nerds, uh, a whole convention. You know what I mean? The nerds have definitely taken over. So he's at Comic-Con doing his thing. And we've got uh, Greg Gilmore's been on the podcast. So big ups to them for participating and being good sports. And, and you know, a lot of the guests that's been on. And we're, we're going to continue to continue to go down that road and, uh, you know, give you a bunch of content that you don't need. But somehow you guys still tune in. So as always, I uh, I thank you for your support. And uh, I will, uh, I'll be coming at you soon. Domino motherfucker. The American Riddle Podcast. Malcolm Riddle. I know you know, I know you know. I'm that guy that says Domino Riddle.